Hey everyone, this is Britt, your host of Hello Gorgeous Mama. I'm so excited for this new year in 2024 and beyond to share new things with you and to share everything that I've been sharing so far. My experiences in motherhood, mental health, and being a spiritual intuitive. I am still on that journey. I'm still on my awakening and I hope that I meet you where you're at. And I hope you can connect and know that you are not alone in this journey of motherhood, spirituality, mental health, wherever it is that you are on. So come with me and let's share some stories and don't forget to follow me on Instagram. So now listen to this episode. Hey everyone. So it's been a good minute. This is Britt, your host of Hello Gorgeous Mama, and I wanted to come on here because it's a perfect opportunity for me. Those of you who know me know I have three little ones, all at the under the age of six years old, and it is difficult <laughs> to try to find a quiet place to do podcasts, or if I'm doing it, it's like I'm whispering sometimes in 2024. I want to give you the best content, the best audio that I can. And just really go full throttle into 2024. And um, let's like just recap kind of what this whole podcast is about. For those that are new here, I talk about motherhood, spirituality, mental health. And I also invite guests to come on to share their stories because I want you to be able to relate So I'm talking to all the women out there, all the mothers out there. And if there are men listening too, cool. Um, But I will say that mostly I talk to mothers and women because it's based off my own experiences. And I'm going to relate best to other moms and other women because I am a mom and I'm a woman. So that's how I kind of talk about all the things that are like I get down and dirty. I explore the raw, the unfiltered, the unplugged, whatever you name it. Like it's going to be fresh. It's going to be fun. For all the new kids out there, it's going to be bussing. So it's going to be cool. And we're going to do all the things spirituality still in 2024 and on. And this podcast, I'm going to try to do intro of talking about that resolutions. And I think I've talked about it in the past before that I don't necessarily believe in, oh my God, new year, new you kind of thing, which that's awesome. If you believe in that, that's fine. But here's the thing. Here's the caveat. When we do not um, obtain those goals that we set for 2023, say that now we're in 2024 we're like shoot we didn't do all the things we said we're gonna do all the things I wanted to do I didn't do any of them and we're like super hard on ourselves because we are our worst critic we are our number one worst critic and your mind is like a weapon because the more you drive home that you didn't do this and that you failed and your failure and all these things it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it snowballs into this just tearing yourself down and making yourself feel worthless and that's where all these other terms come in right so I challenge you instead of making resolutions to make intentions to be intentional so my word of the year is intention because 
everything I do, I want it to be with intention. I want it to be intentional. And I want to not just say yes, because I am a former people pleaser. And I would like to, you know, (laughs) deter myself from having to get into conversations that are uncomfortable. But you have to sometimes be uncomfortable to be comfortable. And what that means is, first, we must go through the nitty gritty, the hard stuff, the traumatic shadow work of ourselves in order to get to the enlightened, awakened growth mindset. And I have seen this through my own journey in the last couple of years. And I'm no expert. I, as far as like, if you want to slap a degree or say like, oh, what kind of, you know, psychology degree do you have? And what kind of mental health certifications do you have? Zero zip. But real experience is there's nothing like it. There's nothing like having real experience and actually going through it. And again, if you're new here, I talk about my childhood trauma And how, you know, I did not become the way I am because of my childhood trauma. Despite my childhood trauma, I decided to make the steps necessary and to do what I needed to do in order to grow. But because of what happened to me didn't make me who I was. Now, granted, there is those people that are like, well, if it didn't happen to you, then you probably wouldn't be where you're at. We don't know that. I don't know that. But it has... I have made myself stronger. The trauma itself is actually trauma is the um, basically the aftermath. It is not what happened to you. It's what, what you felt from it after. So the situation that happened is not the trauma. The trauma is the, what you go through afterwards, all the, the ugliness of the aftermath. So, um, anyways, I don't want to digress, which I do go on tangent quite often, and I'm going to try to not do that as much um, this year. Um, Now, when I say this year, for me, it's about, like I said, um, setting intentions for the year, setting, like, I want to start XYZ, but doesn't mean that I'm going to pigeon my whole into just 2024. Like whatever goals I set, whatever things I want to obtain, those are goals and things I want to attain like ongoing. I want it to be a ongoing thing. So for example, my friends and I, we made a vision board and I believe in vision boards because it is a form of manifestation for me and everyone's different. You can journal, you can even just say it out loud that, you know, I will be rich this year. I will obtain a hundred thousand dollars this year, but you got to believe it. You can't just say it. You can't just put it on paper or journal. You have to really believe in what you're manifesting and some things. Yeah. I put on there that were like probably so far fetched to people like a, you know, a Harry Winston necklace. Um, but who knows, you know, like you really have to put it, but realistically, a lot of them I put on there was about yoga was, um, I put a yoga mat on there. Um, it happened to be in a magazine as a Prada yoga mat. I don't necessarily want the Prada yoga mat. I just want to show that I want to 
keep my journey of doing yoga and meditation. I also put on going to Vegas trip and some other trips like New York City. Um, I didn't find in any magazines Bali because that's actually one of my goals this year is I would like to take a trip for four to five days and actually do a Bali retreat where I go and I meet with a shaman and I do like the whole like, you know, like I'm talking like wearing um, a, uh, what do you call them, togas and just like really being vulnerable and doing something out of my comfort zone. And then there were other things on there about family related, spending more family time and relationship related as far as my husband and I and connecting even more than we already have already, which we like our relationship continues to get stronger and stronger every year. And fostering all those things is ongoing for me. So it's not about just like, oh, new year, new you. No, it's a ongoing process. If you want to better yourself, it can't just be for this year. It has to be ongoing. It has to be intentional. It has to be what you value about yourself. What do you want to see in yourself like forever? Not just, okay, the year... I'm done. I can go back to snacking. I can go back to being a, you know, frog on a log, whatever you want to call it. Just, it has to be intentional and ongoing. So if you want to steal the word, it's not stealing. If you want to use the word, borrow it and do it and like really commit to being intentional. Okay. That's my little spill for the intro. So I want you to get a pen and paper right now and ask yourself, what can I be intentional this year about? What is my intentions for this year? Do I want to be more intentional about making my boundaries clear and setting my boundaries? Do I want to be more intentional about eating better, whether that means just adding more fruits and vegetables to my diet or Do I really want to fully commit keto style? Whatever it is for you. And go from there. Do I want to be more intentional about having a work-at-home life balance where I take, you know, 20 minutes each day to myself if I can can, to have some peace and quiet, even if it's like a five-minute journaling session or going outdoors in nature so I'm not on my computer all day. Um, Things like that. Like, what is it? that's going to be intentional, that is going to be actually help you grow spiritually, body, mind, and spirit, because it's all connected. So um, really think about that for a moment. And I'll give you a quick moment to kind of write those down. So I have come across the five levels of intention, and that is what you do, what you speak, what you think, what you feel, and I would say what you say. So, well, that's along with what you speak, but 
I'm missing one. Um, let me think. Uh, what you do, what you speak, what you think, what you believe, what you feel. Um, that what you believe, I would say, is probably one of the most important ones. Because like I said, when you believe something, your mind really goes there. And it really focuses on that. And it can be negative or positive. There's always the opposite, right, of everything. So I've talked about this before, but I don't think I can bring it up enough, is manifestation. People are really big on it, and that's a great thing, especially in the spiritual world. However, a lot of people forget that they just think when they talk about manifestation that it's just about putting out the positive and setting your goals, which is awesome. It's great. It's phenomenal. However, the caveat to that is when you focus on negative or you're just, you know, kind of a negative Nancy and whether you realize it or not, you pull in those things towards you. So the more negative you put out, the more things that you think that I, today is going to be a horrible day. That is going to snowball. It's going to gravitate and everything energetically speaking, energy wise, negative is going to come to you. So if you ever notice, like if you start your day in the morning bad and you think like that and you focus on that, then you get, you hit every red light. You seem to get every person that cuts you off on the road. Your boss starts yelling at you when you get in. You're um, fumbling around with papers. You're trying to get a deadline met and you miss the deadline. Like everything seems to be going wrong. Why? Because you already put it out there in the universe. So the universe is going to grab that in and be like, ooh, okay, let me, all this negative energy is going to swarm to it. Like, you know, like uh, mosquitoes to a light. (laughs) So instead you have to, touch that light inside and say, you know what? Okay. Let me take a deep breath here. I woke up kind of cranky. Things were kind of iffy, but I am in control of what I do next. I'm in control of how I feel, what I say, what I speak, what I believe, what I think, the five intentions, right? Then when you take a deep breath and you realize that that's just one little moment of your day, but you have control of the rest of your day, then you can change that around. And you can start to like, you know what? Like I'm in a rush. Or maybe if you still have to get to work at a certain time and you're cutting it close, okay, you know what? I'm gonna be a little bit late. It's all right. Like I'm gonna, when I get to work, I'm just gonna tackle one thing at a time. Right now I'm just gonna kinda decompress myself in the car before I get to work so that way I don't put even more pressure on myself than I have what's the worst can happen okay maybe that is the worst blah 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 I'm gonna get past that because then what does that I mean okay let's just say let's just hypothetical out there if the worst that can happen is you get fired from your job is the what you did really worth getting the firing? Is the paperwork and the mundane and the boss yelling at you constantly really worth being at that job? Or is it is it a wake-up call? Have you been wanting to leave this job? Have you been wanting to 
find something else, but you're too afraid because there's, you know, bills to pay, there's things to do. You can't just quit your job. But have you put in the work to do your resume? Have you updated it? Have you looked to see if your qualifications are way above what you're getting paid and that you're not getting paid enough? Or how about all the, you know, there's all these minimum wage jobs that are shooting up to 20 something an hour, but you worked your butt off to get a degree. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that service workers, I worked in customer service. I worked in retail. I worked in um, the food industry. I get it. But I'm also on the flip side where I am still paying college tuition because of the degree that I was supposed to have that I needed to have that everyone said we needed to have as you know now I'm 30 something years old and it has it's just a piece of paper almost so my point is is that sometimes the worst that can happen in our minds and air quotes the worst that can happen is actually the best thing that can happen for us not to us And when we start thinking that way and we start seeing our value, seeing our worth and knowing that where we're at or whatever, and not just work, but just in general, in a relationship, if you're not valued by your partner, if your partner is not showing you how much value you hold and you're not doing vice versa, that relationship is not going to flourish. It's not going to work. You have to trust each other. You have to love on each other. You have to really pour into each other. People say relationships should not be hard work. No, that point I disagree. All relationships should be some kind of work because if you're not working, then you're not caring and you're not saying that the person has value because anything worthwhile is putting in dedication, putting in work, putting in effort. If you're not putting in effort, if you're not putting in dedication and you're not really fostering that relationship then you don't care you're just sitting sideline you're a roommate at that point because that is not a relationship even with your kids if you're not spending time with them if you're not loving on them playing with them sharing with them showing them and being that role model for them then that's not fostering those relationships. And when they get older, they won't want to foster that relationship with you and spend time with you. So it's everything is give and take. Same thing at work. If your boss is not caring and valuing the work you're putting in and they just want you to get it done, doesn't matter. Just get it to me. It doesn't matter if it's the weekend. doesn't matter if you're at your kid's soccer game or watching them play jiu-jitsu or whatever I don't care I don't give a you know I don't give a flying fuck about your family life you just need to work here and you need to put in the hours you know what I need you to finish this report by end of day even though it's Christmas Eve is that a place you want to be at is that a place that's going to foster you that's going to help you grow now I'm getting fiery like a freaking firecracker right now because I want you to drive this home. I quit my job of county for six years that I was working there. Yes, I got blessed because my husband got the awesome job that he did. And I was able to put in my notice and say, you know what? I can stay home full time. But daycare ain't cheap either. So people don't value work or stay at home moms because they say, oh, you have it so easy. You're so lucky. You're with your kids. Yeah, I need a break too sometimes. 
and I don't, you know, I'm not complaining. I share both sides. I share when I'm having awesome time, fun, but I also share when sometimes, man, shoot, like, I really need a break right now. Like, I can't, like, I'm really exhausted and overwhelmed, overstimulated, and my triggers are coming up like a mother from childhood trauma, and I'm working through that and breaking generational curses, generational cycles, and helping to foster my kids so they know that their value comes from within, that their feelings matter, and that they can be strong young girls that become strong, independent women that know their value first before they even seek out a relationship anywhere else that they know that they are so important god's creation and that they are important no matter what anybody else says but also that to model kindness to be humble to care about others to be compassionate to have empathy you know those things matter too. You can't just teach your kid that they're special. Everyone's special. Everyone's unique. Everyone was created beautifully. Our souls came here for a reason to learn a lesson, to spread kindness, to spread joy, to use our gifts to help humanity flourish. You can't be a selfish person all the time and expect the world to flourish if you're just keeping your gifts and keeping yourself to yourself you have to spread that talent spread that share who you are and connect with people connect with where they're at but also make sure that you put yourself first that's important (laughs) to put yourself first and then go out and you know share peace and love and like to the rest of everybody sorry 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 i know and you know what's funny is i'm a cancer sign and we're known as crybabies right like we cry all the freaking time um let me just touch on that real quickly and i don't know i feel like most cancers would agree on this but i feel like i know i'm stubborn i know i'm sensitive However, I don't cry in front of everybody. Uh, There's a select number of people that see me cry. And it's my family, for one, because I so value my kids, like, so much that when they cry or they're hurt or, like, they're in deep, like, you know, reaching that level where I'm like, man, are you really freaking six years old? Are you 16? Because you're talking so beyond your years that I'm not going to have a cry moment. That's me. Now, if you have, like, pissed me off, like, you have had to do something, like, horrible for me to cut you out of my life or something that's, like, no coming back from, that's when I cut you out of my life. Um, But I'm pretty forgiving. But that is not to say that if we're not like on the same path or same journey like I wish you well I love you from afar but it doesn't mean that we're gonna probably like have coffee all the time we're gonna hang out anymore like I get it like you're on a different journey I'm on a different journey we're different life parts of our life that's okay I get it but 
I'm also not going to sit around like a sad puppy and be waiting for you to be friends with me or to be in my life or to be in my kids' lives. Like, oh my gosh, if you are not in my, like, if you're not part of my kids and you're not there for my kids, then that right away is just like, I'm sorry, see you not, sorry, sorry, I can't talk today. Um, but I'm also spiritual. So spiritual says you can't be mad, right? No, wrong. Like, it's not about being mad. Honestly, I'm at such a place that I love all those people that are not in my life no more um, from afar. I do. I truly do. And I wish them well. However, I don't, I'm at such a good place and good spot in my life that I do mourn and miss the memories and the things we've had and the things we did. However, in my future, like, I don't see a future with those people anymore. I just see, like, my kids and my husband and my parents are going to be, like, the people that always come first all the time. And my swag girls, um, you know, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, um, you know, so it's, like, my immediate family, though. Like, my kids and my husband were, like, number one all the time. And... I just feel that it's better sometimes to say, you know what, I love you, I wish you well, but it's time for me to move forward. It's time for me to move on. And, like, I have made amends in the respect of, like, I forgive and I forget. Like, well, I can say really forget because you don't truly forget. Like, I forget, okay? But I won't forget. I'll, um, it's that quote I love by Maya Angelo. I think that's how you say her last name. Is people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did. But they will never, ever forget how you made them feel. Like, I probably summed it up a little bit there. But seriously, like, that's what I tell my kids too. Like, you have to know that your actions and your words matter. Your words, like people always say, sticks and stones don't break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It's not true. Like, we remember the words by the way they made us feel. We might not remember verbatim what people said, but we remember. We remember how it made us feel. And even if we don't remember, like me, I suppressed 26 years of suppressed noise. What was I telling you guys? Ah! You're probably thinking now, like, um, I'm going to find another podcast because this lady has no idea. She just comes on the fly and says whatever the fuck she wants. Like, she doesn't really have a plan of what she's going to say. It's half true. I kind of know a little bit what I'm going to say, but then I use a little bit of my intuition, what I'm feeling at the moment, and also my guides. I believe in my spirit guides to really show me the way and... I have a spirit team. Everybody has a spirit team. Um, If you're new into spirituality and intuition and awakening and you know you have gifts, and when I say gifts, like clairvoyance, being able to hear, see, um, feel spirit around you, then I highly suggest, like, learning about grounding, shielding work, because you want to protect yourself for one. Um, Number two, you want to be sure that you're not inviting anything that is outside of love and light. And you really want to set boundaries. 
and I utilize my spare team to be like my gatekeepers and we have you know our guardian angels and then we have archangels guardian angels are those that watch over us um they could be family members they could be someone that was chosen for us from another family member um that asked hey so and so can you please watch over my child blah 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 um archangels are more like on a whole different playing field realm you know we're talking like Archangel Michael and like the saints, like St. Christopher, whatever it is you believe in. So utilizing those team and you can call on them too, to protect you, to watch over you, to watch over your family, to also guide you spiritually. And I use, and I don't like you saying the word use so much, but I ask for their guidance and I ask for their help. And unless you ask, they will not come and help because it's that free will thing. Like, they're not going to just interfere unless, like, maybe, like, they're really trying to waken you, wake it, awaken you, um, wake you up. <laughs> so, what else do I need to say? Let's hear. Let's hear what Spirit wants to say. I'm listening to a song real quick. I'm listening to a Christian channel. Um, I always say I'm more spiritual than religious, but I do believe in God. I do believe in angels. And I do believe in my spirit guides and my spirit team. So... A lot of Christians, um, as a former Christian, I know that it's a lot about, you know, when you believe in things that are outside or around that is of people's understanding, they get freaked out, especially because I curse and I do angel cards and I am intuitive. Those things don't ring a bell with people. So, um, some people, I should say. I correct myself because there's all kinds of people no matter what it doesn't they don't have to be religious or not but there's gonna be people that are gonna be skeptical my gosh why skeptical about what you're saying or what you're thinking as long as it's love and light and it's coming from the heart and you know that this was a gift that God has given you or whatever higher power universe um, what you believe in, and it's coming from love and light, then use that as your guiding compass, you know, be the one that says, I am not going to let people dictate how I feel or what I'm, what I believe in, as long as it comes from love and light. And I need to fulfill the assignment that was given to me, I need to do what I was put on this earth to do. What is my soul contract? What is my soul mission? What am I supposed to be accomplishing in this lifetime? And go with that. Go with the flow and believe in that. So that is kind of for 2024. What I want to really drive home for this podcast is just really speaking your truth and being intentional about what it is that you want for this year and beyond like 
nothing crazy. I mean, if you want to put all these trips like me onto your vision board or what have you, then go for it. But if you want to start small and you are new to this journey, then take little steps. It's a ongoing process, but it's like when you go to the gym, if you're new to the gym, you're not going to just start like lifting, you know, 100 pound weight, whatever it is. Like you're going to work yourself up to that if that's your goal. Like you're not going to become no bodybuilder overnight if you walk into the gym and just start doing the machine that these bodybuilders that have been doing it for like decades have been doing like you have to work up a tolerance you have to work up to that level same thing as spirituality (laughs) um you like for me I am still there is no end let me just say this there is no end to spiritual awakening there is constant changes there is constant constant growth and almost like levels awakening levels like it just it doesn't end okay so please take that and learn from that and know that spiritual awakening is not always like beautiful roses like there is like a there's different phases that you go through there's different stages and it's almost like different levels and then you repeat it again when you level up again so it doesn't like end ever but as long as you're learning growing and you're not repeating the same things like if you're being mirrored the same things and you're having to repeat the same um challenges and overcome those then it's repeating for a reason you didn't learn the lesson that you were supposed to learn when you were in that so it's telling you hey like there's still something you're missing like you're still haven't past this bridge you haven't overcome but if you notice like if you go back to something that was challenging like a couple like take like four or five years ago like if you go to something challenging that now you look back on and you're like oh my god like I can't believe that I really went through that and I overcame that like how many times did you go through that before you finally were like woke up and said you know what like enough is enough and what was the catalyst for that like go to that and look to that and see how did I overcome it did I ignore it or did it actually just like you know what I'm not gonna do that no more and then once you took that step and you started making those like that journey closer and closer to actually overcoming it where it went away and you weren't seeing that uh, repetitiveness of having to overcome that challenge then learn from that take from that and see what it is to move forward with the challenges you have now okay so yeah but there's you know a, a confusion stage there's a your like your ego stage i like to say where you're just like okay like this is this is not real like i i'm not gonna believe in this that's the ego talking um and then you become more like kind of self-aware of things you're like starting to see things like in a new light. And then that's when you start doing more of a deep dive, like within and then, you know, kind of like a Phoenix phase where you're being reborn out of the ashes and 
seeing things like on a whole like another level of things and then you start to really pull yourself together and heal and then you're feeling really good at where you are at and then sometimes those repeat and you're like I thought I learned that I thought it was done with the awakening phase no it keeps going um so that's the truth Anyways, I'm going to try to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter too as well. So like 40 minutes, 45 minutes, um, because I want them to be easier for you to listen to, to be able to get through and to really get insight from it, not just it be some random mumbo jumbo. Like I know this first podcast probably seemed like that at certain points. Um, But I promise you that I'm going to start outlining more of what it is and, like I said, be more intentional about what I'm putting out there, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, and what I'm feeling. And I hope to share, like, actual real-life examples. I don't really mention um, too, too much specifics when it comes to my kids because I do believe in their right to privacy and if you follow me at hello gorgeous mama i also don't post very much about their whereabouts what they're doing and stuff like that um maybe occasionally a picture here and there but it's like i really value their privacy as even as kids and i want to make sure that hello gorgeous mama is really more focused on sharing my own personal journey and that does involve my kids to a certain extent but um again like I will be raw I will be authentic and I will share as much as I can so that way hopefully it can help you on your journey and your awakening and your awareness and not to be afraid what other people think like really step into your truth step into your power this is the year that you need to set those intentions and have it ongoing for the rest of your life. Like, be intentional. Be, be intentional. Be intentional. Be, be intentional. No, I'm not a cheerleader. Never was. <laughs> but um, I've been around cheerleaders. I guess again. Anyways, have a good rest of the weekend. And I hope to see you setting those intentions and posting about them, sharing about them. Tag me at Hello Gorgeous Mama so I see you setting those intentions and I can be your accountability partner. So um, please follow on Instagram again at Hello Gorgeous Mama. Please share this podcast. I hope to reach a hundred followers. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts i heart and more so please go to my bio and you will find all that um i have a linkedin um or link tree in my bio on my instagram account and um i will be building my website this year too as well that's one of my goals so i am working on a couple things though so one thing at a time anyways have a good weekend Thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave feedback and let me know what topics you would like to talk about next. I'm excited to keep this journey with you and thank you for listening to Hello Gorgeous Mama.